This is episode 394, How to Call in Love and Stay on Purpose with Anthony. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you, as usual, for being here. So today on the episode, we talk about relationships, and I have a young gentleman calling in, asking how he can call in a relationship and stay on purpose as well. And I did a little digging with him because I just couldn't resist. (laughs) If you listen to my podcast with Steve Chandler over the weekend on Coach's Corner, he talked about how coaches really just focus on the future and therapists help with the past. And Some coaches will work on the past. And I'm just one of those coaches that I just can't see how dots connect. And it's not about harboring. It's not about belaboring. It's not about psychoanalyzing it. It's not about reliving it. It's especially not about reliving it, but it's just bringing awareness to how our past is impacting our present so that we can not have it subconsciously impact us and just get frustrated that we're not getting what we want in the present moment. And this is a great example. And I appreciate Anthony. And I remember when I was 25 and this isn't, I don't, I don't want this to sound patronizing to anyone who is 25 or around that age. I thought like I had to make so many decisions and I was so grown up. And now (laughs) I look back and think, oh my gosh, I had so much of my life ahead of me. So any of you that are in your twenties, I just want to remind you, you have time and be patient with yourself. And be patient with the way your life is going to unfold, especially those of you that are really on a personal development consciousness path. There's a co-creation element to it. And there's a part of you, a higher self part of you that may keep you from some of the things you really, your ego and your mind really, really, really wants right now because how you're meant to evolve is more important. And what I mean by that is if you don't have the relationship that you think you should have at in your twenties, or, you know, if you had the, the timeline in your head, like I did, like I need to get married before I'm 30. I don't know where those numbers come from. Well, I do know where they come from. They come from societal pressure and just stuff we buy into. And I get, you want to start your life with someone and I'm not demeaning any of that. What I am saying is trust, trust the unfoldment of your life, trust divine timing, and try not to put too much pressure on yourself to get something by a certain age put more intention into yourself to know yourself, to love yourself, to accept yourself, to be the best partner you possibly can to yourself. So as you're listening to this coaching call with Anthony, consider, are you wanting to call in a relationship, but you don't exactly know how? Is there a part of you that is super, super confident about what you have to offer, but then a part of you that wonders, "Mm, is this one thing about me, will someone really love that? Did you have a super present parent or did you have one or maybe both parents that wasn't so available? And sometimes you might wonder if you're looking for a relationship to fulfill 
that void. So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Anthony. So I want to thank my sponsor for this week. So Cured Nutrition, you may have heard them. They make all kinds of really amazing products to help with health, to help with sleep, to help with your mind, to help you with your emotions. I'm really into their CBM nighttime oil. I'm really trying to get my sleep back on track because it has been whacked. (laughs) And Cured CBM nighttime oil is the most potent sleep product on the market. It contains 30 milligrams of CBD and five milligrams of the minor cannabinoid CBN. And it's known to have super strong sleep support properties. So, you know, when it comes to health and wellness, we can all rant and rave over the latest fads, but the truth is something as simple as a good night's sleep. Oh my gosh. It makes such a difference. If you've ever been sleep deprived, you know, when you don't sleep well, nothing goes well. So I encourage you to check out their CBN oil or any of their other products. I also really love the product Rise and their product Zen. Go check it out. Go to curednutrition.com slash over it and use coupon code over it at checkout to give you 20% off your entire order. C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com slash over it. Coupon code over it at checkout to save 20%. And now on to my coaching call with Anthony. Anthony, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hey, I'm just trying to figure out how to get into a committed relationship as well as walk fully into my purpose. Walk fully into what? Your purpose? Yeah, my purpose. Mm, Sometimes those things don't happen at the same time. No? I mean, sometimes they can, but sometimes it is difficult to do both. So let me me ask you a few questions. Mm -hmm. What kind of person are you looking for? So I'm looking for someone to grow with. Like mm-hmm. I really feel it as part of the growth journey at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like someone who's trying to be the greatest version and give service, things like that. Okay. Anything else? Um, we're just really kind of open to it. Um, like I'm on my own journey right now. And like I said, the walk full in my purpose, like I kind of, I'm in on, I'm on that path. It's just like there's something that's not fully activated about it. Um, I just feel like, yeah, something's just missing. Yeah. And what's your purpose? Well, the foundation of it is to be the greatest version of myself through growth and service. Uh-huh. And how I express that is through helping people take control of their health. Okay. Okay. And where are you in the purpose now? Are you like in the beginning phases of, of generating it in terms of your career or are you well established? Yeah. I'm very, very beginning of it. Very beginning. Okay. So I'd love to know why you're asking the question because it's a great question. How can I get into committed purpose and at the same time, I'm sorry, committed relationship and still build my purpose. But I'm curious why you're asking the question. It just feels right at this point. Like I've never been in a relationship and, um, I'm just at that point where I I want one and it feels right. So, Mm -hmm. and I'm just trying to figure it out. Okay. And why did you ask me, how do I get in a committed relationship and build my purpose at the same time versus just how do Um, I get into a committed relationship? Well, it just feels like I want to attract an aligned partner. Mm -hmm. uh, Like being, um, I say in my purpose, I just mean like the greatest version of myself, like ultimately. Uh Uh-huh. And um, I feel like I would attract a more blind partner from that place. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And I agree with that. Sometimes, and I, I probably misinterpreted what you were saying in the beginning, which is why I like to ask a lot of questions because 
obviously (laughs) (laughs) sometimes I make, I make them make something mean it isn't. So I was thinking you meant more like, how do I get in a committed relationship and build my career at the same time? Uh, And that's, that's why I thought, well, sometimes it's hard to do both at the same time, but in terms mm-hmm. of purpose, we're always on purpose. Sometimes we don't feel like it, but we always are on purpose because the purpose of life is to grow and evolve. So the simplest answer to your yeah. question, but I want to dig a little deeper. The simplest answer of your question is just to be the best version of yourself, like all the time, do the things you love, mm-hmm. be the best version of yourself, put it out into the world that you're open for relationship. Look in any places in your life where you aren't emotionally available where there may be some old wounding that is getting in the way and trust it it will come. Now that sounds like a very watered down, simplified version of, of calling someone in, but in, in so many ways, when we're wanting just an aligned partner, that's the way it works. Um, but I want to ask you a couple other questions. So you said you've never been in a relationship before, like a long-term relationship before, correct? Right. And how old are you now? I'm 25. Okay. So starting out and are you looking for a committed relationship? Like this is a person you want to spend the rest of your life with kind of relationship? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I realize like mistakes are going to happen. and things like that, but like I am, I'm looking for that person. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, and at 25, you have a lot of time to do a lot of different things and maybe you have one really epic relationship and it actually lasts a lifetime. And maybe you have a couple that teach you a few things. So if you can just be open to whatever mm-hmm. is for the highest good, that's, that's pretty cool. So what places in your life or what are the areas where you may feel a little insecure about dating and relationship? Let's see. And my problem is I don't really go anywhere. Like there's very few places that I actually go. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of, I don't know. I feel pretty secure overall, honestly. I just, it might, it might be a timing type thing, like with you and Seth. Uh-huh. That's what's coming up for me right now. That it's just not timing? The timing isn't right? Um, I would say like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some things, but it's just what's coming up for me at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we all have, Anthony, like places inside where we might feel a little insecure and it's, it's normal to feel like that. And I'm not telling you that you have to like dig deep and find a place where you might feel some insecurity. But again, you, you're on the call with me asking a question. And so what I'm trying to get is like, what are you really asking? What do you really Mm -hmm. want to know? What can I really help you with? I mean, I guess like what, is there any blocks I have that are keeping me from calling that in? Great question. I'm sure you've thought about it. Do you think there are any? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think about it. I just, I don't know. Hmm. Well, if you did know, what do you think it could be? I mean, I probably can be better uh, at emotional regulation. Okay, tell me yeah. more about that. I'd probably say that. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like pretty stoic most of the time, but um, like, I feel like there's certain instances that I'm not, mm-hmm. and I just I like to be more solid emotionally. I mean, part of it is a really hard time sleeping, so we kind of have like a similar problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I sleep uh, like three days a week. Wow. Um, that's, I just, like, that's not a lot. 
like I've had like severe uh, health challenges over the mm-hmm. years, and I, for most point, I'm all the way healed. But mm-hmm. I just have a lot of physical pain, which is mm-hmm. like I feel is uh, washing over and emotional a little bit. Like it's mm-hmm. a lot hard to stay uh, disabled when you're in a lot of pain. Of course. But, I mean, that's probably number one, honestly. Yeah. Well, and I'm so sorry you've been through so much physical pain. And yes, the physical and emotional can go together. And it sounds like your passion for helping people with their health comes a lot from your own journey. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes what can happen is when we've had a lot of challenges like that or physical pain, or, you know, we're only three sleeping three days a week, there's a part of us that can feel damaged isn't the right word, but almost like who's going to want me type of thing with all this. Is there any part of you, and it could be subtle, it could be subconscious, that's ever had any thoughts like that? Yeah, I mean, like, I can feel like, a, like part of my thoughts are like, how am I supposed to be like in full expression with someone else because I don't have that much energy type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, I want to start a podcast as well, which is like, you know, it's the same route that's kind of holding me back. I just don't know if I have enough, like, um, life force to do mm-hmm. these things at the moment, but mm-hmm. I really desire to, if that makes sense. Mm. That must be very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the truth is you may not right now, <laughs> but it sounds like you're on quite a healing journey. How long have you had, have you been dealing with the physical things? Yeah, that's the problem. Like, I've always felt like for years and years that I've had that type of energy. Let's say, um, like, the start of the physical pain is probably like five years at this point. And uh, it's so much better than it was. So that's a good thing. And um, I noticed that my energy is way better than it used to be. And it's probably the best it's ever been. So that's good. I just, um, over the years, I just always doubted that I can do yeah. it. Was there a catalyst that started the physical pain? Yeah, so... I had Lyme disease a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, a long time. But not a long time ago. We got rid of about two or three years ago. And um, that's gone at this point. But there's a lot of, like, things that came downstream from that. Yeah. Um, and just, like, honestly, like, certain emotional injuries that may have caused physical pain. Just a lot of things. But, yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to think. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to go. Are you willing to share any of the emotional things that have contributed to physical pain? Uh, yeah, I would. I just, part of the point, cause it's kind of like many things. Um, not if you probably dig deeper, I'd probably say something, <laughs> but, uh, I just like, I don't know how to say anything at this level. Like nothing's coming up in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what other than the physical thing, what has been something really hard in your life you've had to navigate even from childhood? You know, like relationship with my dad, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. What was that like? Seems to be like um, pretty uh, emotional and available. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like surface level at this point. Yeah. Um, like, I wouldn't say it's toxic by any means. It's just, like, I see a lot of judgment coming from him. Yeah. And sometimes I take, internalize that. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you have to do to earn his love or his um, attention? Honestly, I kind of, 
ever since like I was a teenager, teenager, I just kind of like stopped caring. Um, I mm-hmm. kind of realized like it's not going to happen. So I might as well just do it on my own type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've kind of had this loner do it on your own <laughs> thing for, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can appreciate why you're really craving relationship. It must've been very lonely and something like Lyme disease is very lonely because you, you do, it's sort of like a silent thing. No one can see it on the outside, but you feel it on the inside and you do have so little energy. So you feel like you miss out on a lot in life. So I really, I really understand this craving and really support you in that, that longing and that desire to want a relationship and a partner. How much time do you spend alone? Um, so actually, like, I don't feel lonely, honestly, because I have a good relationship with myself. Like, I feel like the the desire for a relationship is more so uh, coming from just being ready because, like, mm-hmm. to back up a little bit, like, the energy thing was more so in the past. Okay. And it's just, like, it's kind of like this. I'm trying to, like, I'm at the surface. I'm trying to, like, break through that surface. I'm right there type of thing with the energy. Um, so that's why I kind of feel like I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's beautiful. I think that's beautiful. And I think one of the things that, you know, having an emotionally unavailable parent, we need to be aware of is just being emotionally available ourselves. And really, and like you're, you're here and you're having this call, which shows great vulnerability and there might be a part of you. And again, it could be subtle. There might be a part of you that, you know, is a little, like held back a little, like a little, a little nervous yeah. because, you know, uh-huh. it's hard. So you agreed with me there. What, what are you agreeing with? Yeah, I do feel like that. Um, yeah. Just. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple things that are coming up for me in, in talking with you first, I really acknowledge your, your approach to life and not going into a victim mentality. And which is, which is a huge part of your healing. And also, you know, I really hope that you have a lot of compassion and tenderness towards yourself too, because having a dad that you were consistently looking for his attention and love and approval and having him kind of not be there. um, We didn't even talk about mom and then having a physical condition, which has, you know, when everybody else, young men, your age are out doing all kinds of things, you were held back a little bit. And those are, those are big things. Those are big things to carry. And so what, and you've got this mentally, and I'm just going to encourage you to step into it more energetically because you have this amazing mindset, you have this amazing mindset, but at the same time, you're still battling a little bit with like the low energy piece. And that can feel, that can feel heavy to somebody else. And I'm, again, I'm not saying you're damaged goods. I'm not, I'm not saying any of that. And th- th- this is going to sound counterintuitive, but th- the best way to be lighter is just to accept it. It's just to accept fully. Like, this is who I am. This is where I am. This is what I have to offer. Like take it or leave it kind of thing and be so incredibly, cause wouldn't you want a partner who is so accepting of you and exactly where you are and who, you know, if it's like Friday night and she's like, Oh, let's go out and see friends. And you said, you know what? I'm just really, really tired today. Let's go to lunch tomorrow. But can we just Netflix and chill tonight and have a partner that goes, I totally get it. I know 
you know, you have lower energy and like, yeah, let's do that. What do you want to watch type thing? Yeah. Rather than someone's like, Oh, come on. And like, you know, who is not as patient with where you are in life. What were you going to say? Yeah. I was going to say like, um, the gift of like the low energy type of thing, like not being able to go out, things like that is like, like never part of you doing anything like that. So I was able to develop like all the personal development practices, like reading, meditation, uh, like all the things. And I used to beat the shit on myself and I don't, don't really do that anymore. Great. So comes up sometimes. It's a lot better. Great. Great. Well, my best advice to you for sure would be, yes, you know, keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) Yes, it is possible to call in a relationship. And I think you're going to find the person you want most at personal development type things. So whether it's going to a yoga class or attending conferences or whatever that is, but the biggest thing in terms of, I mean, that's the, that's the like goal line tangible thing. But what keeps coming forward for me is that there's, let me see if I can put this into words. Let me ask you this. I know, you know, self-love and acceptance and compassion from yourself, but do you feel it? Like, do you feel it in your body? I do, but I feel like there's another level that I'm not able to get to. Yeah. And what's that other level that you want to get to? Um, I mean, I just like, honestly, feel less pain, not beat myself up as much. Uh, I would say just be more consistent. I'm super consistent. I just like, there's certain things that I could be more on. Like what? So back to the purpose thing, like, being able to be super consistent in the habits and the practices that would take me to be able to do a podcast per se, or be able to, cause I'm doing like a lot of things at the moment, but just being, being able to stack it and get to that point where I can do those bigger things. Like mm-hmm. I actually had my first speaking engagement coming up next month. And mm-hmm. um, Congratulations. I'm really excited about that. Thank you. And um, you know, just things like that, like I just kind of stack it. And, and that's beautiful. And that's great. And that's kind of more the doing level. And what I'm talking about is the feeling level and have consistency with, because with an emotionally unavailable father, you're learning how to be a man with emotions, with no model. Yeah. Do those bigger things. I feel like the emotional level has to be the foundation. Exactly. Exactly. And not emotional level in terms of mindset, but emotional level in terms of really, really, really being in a place of love, compassion, and acceptance with yourself. Yeah. Because the core wound of having a parent that was not emotionally present to us makes it difficult to be really emotionally present with ourselves so much so that we might not even know how we're feeling. So that's actually what I really want, probably. That's the foundation of everything. Is what? What you said before, like being, um, uh, like in your words, like, um, Whatever you said, I like really resonated with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's about really feeling it rather than just knowing it. Yeah. 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 So you're really good at the practices and the meditation and the books and the, the things like you're, you've got that down, but it's really, really feeling it. And like I said, you're learning how to be a, a man without a role model 
you know, without seeing what it looks like to be truly emotionally available. So I'd like you to start a practice every day where you're tuning into your body and you're just, and you're just asking yourself, what do I feel right now? What am I feeling? Cause just close your eyes for a moment and just take a couple of deep breaths. And move your awareness from your mind, from your head, down into your heart, your whole chest area. And when you bring your awareness there, is there anything you physically feel? Do you feel any tension? Do you feel an acceleration? Do you feel a calming? Do you feel anything? So pretty light. Pretty light right now. Pretty light. Okay. So just stay there for a moment. Just be in that lightness and be in that space and breathe into your heart space. And just in feeling words, when you think about calling in a relationship and feeling words, what comes up for you? What do you feel? I'm feeling words on. It feels right. I mean, it feels aligned. Those are I don't know if that's words. words. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but I, so, um, I say feels. Uh, I was going to say integral, but um, feels like love. Mm, there you go. Okay, and I'm going to ask you a different question. So, stay in that heart space. And I really want you to let your emotional body speak, not your mind that's done a lot of personal development work. So stay in that heart space and imagine yourself as a little boy. Like 10-ish, 8 to 10. And now take yourself back to a time when your dad was there, like physically, but not really emotionally. You don't have to remember specific memory, but just be that 8 to 10-year-old boy really longing for dad's presence. And just now tell me what you're feeling. Angry. Angry, yeah. What else? Yeah. Um, frustrated. Say it again. Frustrated. Yeah, frustrated, yeah. Stay there. Anything else? No. So anger and frustrated. So notice these two different expressions of your heart, these two different expressions of emotion, right? They're both there. That feeling yeah. of love when you imagine a partner and that feeling of angry and frustrated. So I want you to deal a little bit more with that feeling of anger and frustration. Like I think you've done, I can tell you've done a lot of work. You understand why your dad was the way he was. You've seen what it taught you. You've seen the ways it made you stronger, but there's still a little boy in there who's angry and frustrated. And my concern when you go out and date is that, um, that little boy could, could act out at times. And Well, one of two things could happen. You could, like you could be dating and someone might do something that you interpret 
one way, kind of like I misinterpreted your first question and you, your little boy might get triggered and it might feel like dad and you might get angry and frustrated or push that person away. You know, there's also with that anger and frustration, there's like a neediness there from the little boy who, who rightfully so needed his dad to be emotionally available and wasn't there. And so there's a little neediness. So what might happen in dating is this dynamic where you kind of do a push pull between being a little needy and coming across a little needy or coming across as emotionally unavailable yourself because of the anger and the frustration. Again, this is all happening at the very subtle subconscious level. So what my encouragement to you would be, would be to really work with a lot of that anger and frustration at dad really, really, really embody your own self-love so you feel it and you don't think it. You don't only think it. So you really become that amazing father to yourself so that for you can really call on the relationship for all the reasons you said at the beginning. Like you really want to grow with someone. If I were to sum up what you said, you really want to grow with someone. You want to share your life with someone. And that's the present day you. But there's still a little trace of this little boy who really wanted dad's love and didn't get it that could create like a push pull dynamic in dating. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I felt like as a little kid, I always could like not be who I wanted to be, like be myself or do things that my heart was calling me to. But I kind of shut that off just for a brief period of time. Eventually like I would just do that shit anyway. And um, like it would come from anger a little bit, not a total um, place of peace, which I would, uh, she would be, uh, more pleasant, but yeah. 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 So on the, and again, you're very self-aware. So on, again, the, the, the practical level, it's just doing things you love, being in places you mm-hmm. love, doing things you love, going to podcaster networks, going to personal development things, going to do the things you love, going to a Joe Dispenza retreat, those types of things. Yeah. And that's where you're going to meet like-minded people. And the underneath thing that I'm, you know, and I could be totally wrong, but that I'm picking up on is this like, on one hand, a needy little boy and one hand, an angry little boy. And, (laughs) and, and that's going to kind of wreak havoc in your dating life because it's going to either, you're going to either come across as needy and kind of like, nobody really wants a needy man. Or unless they're a rescuer um, and want to be your mom, which isn't what you want. Um, Or you're going to get angry and frustrated over things that probably you shouldn't and maybe push somebody away. Can you explain the neediness thing? Because I don't really feel like I am. I mean, maybe certain instances, but um, can you explain that a little bit? Sure. And again, everything I say is a buffet. Take what you like, pass the rest by. I'm not saying you're needy. You have an un- fulfilled need. Every child needs the emotional presence of their parents. Every child. Mm -hmm. It's almost better just to have one present parent than one parent who is, and then one parent who's there, but not emotionally available. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. So there's a little boy in there who has an unfulfilled need and you've done a lot of work on it. And I'm encouraging you to do more of it because again, I think you think very positively, but like really feeling self-love and feeling that own fatherly relationship between 
you and the little boy inside of you so that your, your desire for re- from relationship comes totally from where you are now and where you want to go and not to replace something you didn't get as a child. Right. So if I were to do that, what would that look like? Well, I mean, on a daily basis, it's just coming in, doing that little meditation I took you through, feeling into your heart and asking yourself, what do I need for myself today? Not what do I need to do, but what do I need for myself today? And just compassion compassion or like, yeah, compassion, understanding. I need to, you know, deal with this kind of irritability that I'm feeling. So maybe I need to go box a little bit or scream into a pillow or release right or, you know, something. I'm like really, because again, like what you wanted so much from your dad was him to go, you know, Anthony, I see you. I got you. I see you're frustrated. I'll help you with this. I see you're angry. I didn't make your baseball game. I apologize. How can I make it up to you? What do you need right now? You know? So it's like all the ways you wish your father would have been with you. I want you to make it a priority to be that way with yourself. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Does this help a little bit? Of course it does. Yeah. Mm, beautiful. I think you're on a beautiful track. And thank you. I really appreciate it. Timing's a big thing, and just keep living into your purpose and doing what you love and continuing to have the most amazing relation and partnership with yourself. And that's the best way we can call in an aligned partner. I agree. Thank you, Anthony, for your vulnerability, your coachability. Thank you for riding that wave with me and allowing me to ask you questions about your past and your father. And as I said in the beginning, I just felt a call to not just coach Anthony on the the goal line of like how to get a relationship because the simple answer is just be yourself and go do things you love doing, especially personal development related. And that's how you're going to meet someone who is also really into that. You know, like that's just how it is. And again, you might not meet that person at that event, but just by doing those things and putting yourself out there, you're going to meet the person. I met Steph in a year in my life when every dating coach and every person told me, you will never meet your person with the way you're living right now. And I'm like, yes, I will, because I'm living my best life and I'm fully me. So it was a year that I had been kicked out of my place in San Diego that I loved. I was living out of suitcases. I was traveling all over the world. I was in a different place every month. And that's not you know great for meeting your person, but I just was so clear that I would meet my person living my best life. And I did you know, well, we didn't actually meet in person. We met through a friend, but anyway, y'all know that story. So just be your best you, live your best life. In terms of Anthony, what was coming up for me is I felt like he had a lot of awareness and I just wanted to drop him into his heart. Just wanted to get him down into his heart. I also didn't want to take him into a place that I have to be mindful of what I do in 20 minutes. (laughs) I didn't want to take him into a place that would crack open something that we didn't have the time to deal with in, in this podcast. And I'm not saying he has some deep thing that, you know, Anthony, if you're listening, don't worry. I'm not saying that at all. I'm more saying I went to the place I could go to help him get into his heart and maybe bring a little emotion up and a little memory up. And what we eventually got to is there potentially is a little boy in there 
who always wanted dad's love and dad's attention. And with that in there, we'll call it a wound for lack of a better word. And when it comes to dating, you know, our unmet needs from our parents show up in dating. They just do. They just do. Try to prove me wrong. (laughs) They just do until we really work on it. So what I wanted to make sure Anthony was aware of is that there were two potential things that he could be swinging between, both that kind of neediness. And again, he doesn't appear needy. He doesn't seem needy. He doesn't speak like he's needy, but there is that unmet need of a little boy. And needy gets a bad rap because maybe I, I should rephrase it as an unmet need that could appear needy to others. That's the best way to phrase it. And then there's also this stoic side of him, Moorhead, heart protected because of his father and what he learned and all of that, that may make him less emotionally unavailable. So my coaching to him was just to be with that little boy, be aware of it and be loving and accepting to himself, be that best partner and father that he can to himself. Cause that's really all of our jobs. Be the best partner and parent <laughs> we can to ourselves. Then we can let our parents and our partners off the hook and stop looking for our partners to uh, fulfill the unmet needs that of our parents and stop blaming our parents for not meeting our needs. That's how we do it. We just become the best partner and parent to ourselves. All right, everybody. That's the show for today. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. 